Africa online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. It's 10 to 9 and we are cheering here in the studio because at last uh, the entire team, which is Ndosh, Mdu, Sly on the decks, we actually understand what's going on. So we've been asking this question, what actually is a non-fungible token? We'll explain it briefly and then we're going to go back to our artist, Letabo Huma, who is a digital artist and works in this space as well. So. Letabo is an artist. She creates an artwork. She sells it to me physically. She sells it to me financially for, let's just say, a hundred rand. I pay her the hundred rand. She gives me the artwork. It stays online. It is digital and it is virtual, which means that how do I prove that it's mine and no one else has it? Well, I get a non-fungible token. And that non-fungible token sits on the blockchain so that everybody can see I paid for this. No one else has access to it and it does not belong to anybody else. Latabo, am I, am I nailing it vaguely? It, that is 100% correct. Accurate, okay. Michelle. <laughs> okay, so one of my qu- questions here comes from a listener who has quite rightfully said, and this is the issue around... Um, digital art and virtual art, and this is where the non-fungible token comes in, is how does copyright come into the NFT scenario? Um, I think it, um, I I can only speak from a digital art point of view. I think it um, boils down to um, uh, rights and how much, so you have to then communicate those things to your collector, similar to the traditional art space, right? So in the NFT space, we have what we call smart contracts and in those contracts you can then like sort of you can then um, specify certain like um, royalties and rights and so forth so if somebody collects a piece of mine um, then you can then communicate how far um, of rights they have to your piece okay so now if you create a work and all your work is online First of yeah. all, tell us how you create that work online and how I would then access it in different ways, if it is different ways. Okay. Um, so essentially, um, I create my work um, on a software called Procreate um, on, my, on my tablet. And once I've done creating that piece, I will then sell it on, um, let's say you want to buy it as an NFT. So then I will sell it on a digital art marketplace yeah. So there are many, there's different kinds, there's wearable, open sea. so I mainly use um, SuperRare. So a digital art marketplace is sort of like Amazon or Etsy. Okay. So artists just come on and they just sell their work there. So then I would then upload my work for purchase as an NFT on SuperRare. So SuperRare will do the back end of things, which is then converting it as a token yeah. to sell it to you as the collector. So once it's on Superair and you like it, and then that's when you will then buy it and have it transferred into your wallet in exchange for um, money. We usually use um, a currency called um, Ethereum. Yes, yeah. To, to sell the work. So that's how the process would work. Okay, so I have I, I do have issues with things like Ethereum because I know that it is having a massive effect on our climate change because of the amount of energy that it requires. But I would, uh, my question to you, Letabo, is, and I'm interested that you've chosen to work in this particular space. Is this not just a trend? And it doesn't necessarily have to be a trend, but because I'm thinking how much 
when I buy an artwork, I want to be able to see it all the time, and yet I can't yeah. necessarily do that if I buy one of your works. Um, I think that is relative. You can't see the work. I think it boils down to um, where you place your value yes. um, in the actual art piece. Do you actually just want to feel it? Or do you actually want to... Because I can sell you an experience in different art forms. Yes. I can tell you an experience on television by watching a movie and so forth, in a photograph sure. and so forth. But um, the reason why NFTs are so important to digital artists is that we live in a world where anyone can just save your work and just claim it as theirs, right? So now NFTs are a certificate of authenticity, right? So now we can finally verify an original digital artwork. You know, and yes. because now, because the major, um, I would say the major issue we've had in comparison to traditional art was we didn't have a system to prove authenticity of a digital artwork. Yes, but with NFTs, correct. we do. And now digital art can be valued at the same level as a traditional art piece because now I can prove that what you're buying is indeed the original. So if I, um, and this now I'm, I'm asking the question for our listeners, we've got one listener who's really like keen to take this conversation further saying, mm -hmm. asking, so there's no official application by the artist to copyright register the artwork except in terms of the way we've described it through um, non-fungible tokens. But then she also wants to know, can I then print and frame what I buy? Um, yes, you can. Um, I would say that you can because essentially that's a copy. Okay. Right? Same way a Mona Lisa has been printed or a Vincent van Gogh piece has been printed on pillows, on T-shirts and so forth. You know that you're having, you know that you don't own the original piece because you just have the copy of it. So you apply that same um, logic with NFTs. The NFT is the original, but anything else other than the NFT is literally just a copy. Okay, I've got another artist. Um, she's tweeted this question. Jodie uh -huh. Bieber, um, world-renowned photographer, uh, world award-winning photographer, saying, Mish Constant, why would someone want a digital artwork rather than physical? Why would someone want a digital artwork rather than physical? What's your take on that? Um, like a, a value and okay. an experience. Um, I feel like when you are looking at an art piece that you enjoy, um, I'd like to believe that you enjoy the experience rather than what it what the artwork is presented on. Like when you are buying into an artwork or when you're buying their work, you're not necessarily paying for the canvas. Okay, you are, but like a small percentage of it, you're not necessarily paying for the canvas that they use or the easel that they use. You're paying for their value and you're paying for what they were able to translate um, from their heart, from their mind into the canvas and what they presented it to you. So, so that can take many different forms. So let's just think about this. So if um, Jodie Bieber, the photographer, creates a work, uh -huh. and I go, not sure that I could afford any of Jodie's works, but <laughs> if she creates a work and I go, I want to own one of her works, so then I buy it from her and I hang it on my wall. Now with you, actually what I'm saying is I'm buying your experience, not, um, how does one put this, not... I'm not necessarily actually just buying the artwork because I think the artwork is great. I'm buying the experience with you. Is that correct? Yes, that is 100% correct, yes. 
So I have to make sure that I like you or I'm interested in you as an artist or I'm interested in your narrative or your story in order to buy your work. Yes. Yes. Wow. We learn something new every day. It's fabulous <laughs> that we get to do it. Okay. That sounds absolutely fantastic. Now, Letabo, obviously people are listening to you. Um, <laughs> so someone has just responded to say um, they would do it to launder money. I don't know. They would buy a digital work rather than physical. Galeolok has said, I would do it because you would launder money. I'm not sure that that is necessarily the case. Could that be possible? Um, That could be possible. Um, I suppose um, there is um, a lot of, I would say, um, laundering in um, the entire art space. (laughs) (laughs) So I suppose digitally it would be um, much easier. (laughs) Just another step to do it. Latabo, you have been a well of very, very useful information. Thank you so much. And we've been looking at your artwork and tweeting it out as well. Uh, If people want to get hold of you, they want to follow you, they want to see more of your your work and uh, chat to you maybe online or whatever, how would they do that? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at letabohuma underscore art yeah. or on Twitter at letabohuma. Fantastic. And you can also just go onto her website, letabohuma.com. letabohuma.com. Thank yes. you so much for joining us and we really appreciate the insights. Letabohuma, she's a digital artist and firstly explaining to us what non-fungible tokens are, how it works, what blockchain is, how that works, how people would pay with Ethereum. There's another question we could uh, raise on the show and try and understand a little further as we move into new spaces. Absolutely Flippin' fantastic. We're moving into nine o'clock. After nine o'clock, we'll be chatting to Lady Scully. She is an artist also. She's a feminist. She's an artist. She's an activist. She is much, much more. And she is currently exhibiting uh, in Johannesburg as well at the Everett Reed. So that uh, is a great exhibition to go and check out if you have the time and you are in Joburg.